Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One of the craziest days of my life. Just going to come out and say it. It was mad. We're going to talk about it. You talk too. We're going to talk about it. Uh, (laughs) One of the pretty crazy days in my life. (laughs) Clarice just cooked um, spicy noodles with lots of chili and it's in the air and it's making me cough. These are the... I can confirm it's quite spicy. These are the difficulties of um, doing a podcast near a kitchen. And we're essentially in a kitchen. The NBA just gets crazier and crazier. Like the finals, crazy. Playoffs, unbelievable. Player movement just blows my mind every day. Am I right? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Pretty. Uh, this is one word I was going to use to describe it. It would be crazy. I would. I would say wild because weekend review. Crazy is is un PC and now. Don't want to shame people who are crazy. Yes. Don't want to shame the crazies. Um. We should probably start with KD and Kyrie, and it's weird how similar they are. Like just like they both start with the letter K, but also fought themselves out of like. They traded themselves away from championship contending teams. Yeah, like Kyrie was ready to go back to the finals with the um, with the Cavs, almost guaranteed, and he left for Boston. And KD left one of the best teams in the NBA, OKC, for greener pastures. Mm. Both arguing other people with the problem. And KD, did he find happiness? Who knows? He won two championships, but it's just like kind of sad how he made like never have a home. I don't know. They both, um, we actually did an Instagram post directly commenting on that. What was he commenting on? It's like a black The one where he's on the bike? Yeah. That was weird. Well, that's what I was going to say is they're both kind of famously known as being kind of quite unusual guys. Yeah, but Katie in a like a um, immature way and Kyrie in an immature way. Oh my God, in the same way. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're Katie in a sensitive way and Kyrie in a, um, he thinks he's cracked the many of life kind of way. Yeah. What do you think the meaning of life is? Have fun. Shaka times. No, that was the end of the sentence. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, should we? What should we do? What well, should we start we'll with? We've started. Well, we should start with the top story. We've already started. And that is that Jimmy Butler is retracing the steps of Andrew Cunanan. I saw someone point this out on Reddit. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. That's like such a funny point that he... He went from Minnesota. I mean, it's kind of ignoring that he's where he started. He started in Chicago, but that's where a murder happened. Yes, but he... No, but he, if that, anyone hasn't seen the Versace show on Netflix, watch it. It's the f- follow-up of American Crime Story. Like, they're the man, OJ. Everyone watched the OJ show. one. Not the Versace one. The Versace one, not as quite as good as the OJ one, but pretty good. Because it, it's because you don't know the story. I reckon better. You reckon better? Nah. No, the OJ maybe it's one, just more recent for me. Hmm. It's pretty good. It's, it's got, pretty it's, good. It's not flawless. It's got Ricky Martin in it. Yeah, but like the first one had David Schwimmer. It it has um uh Cruz. Um yeah, but David Schwimmer's an actor. Ricky Martin is the shaky bonbons guy. Yeah, that's true. I think David Schwimmer for me is funnier. Oh yeah, weirder. Yeah, because he's because he's from a comedy as well. Yeah, but is, yeah, it's David Schwimmer. Now the first time you see Ricky Martin rock up, you're like, I honestly, you say that, but I didn't. I forgot it was him. And like he did I, good acting. I kind of forgot what Ricky Martin looked like. I, you know, I hadn't seen him for years, mm. and it, I was like four episodes in. By the time I remembered Ricky Martin was in it, and then worked out which, like, I was like, oh, it's obviously that guy. Well, if you do not Ricky Martin looks like, don't watch it because he comes in in like one of the most serious scenes, and it really ruined a touching moment for me. When you're just like, okay. what's Ricky Martin doing here? I, yeah. I I actually thought that because Ricky Martin's so famous, and he would have been famous in 1998 or whenever. This murder happened. He, I just thought he might have been his friends and friend, and he was like playing himself or as an actor playing Ricky yeah, Martin. That's what confused crazy. me. It was it was plausible that Ricky Martin could be mates with Versace. 
like two famous gay men probably often occupy Miami, you know? Yeah. Fun facts about um, Ricky Martin. Oh, I was really hoping you would steer it back to the NBA there. Uh, well, I might be able to. It'll, it'll link back to the NBA in the end. Okay. Um, Ricky Martin's video for, I think, maybe one of his most famous ones. It's either She Bangs or Live in, Live in, La, Live in La Vida Loca. Yeah. Uh, there's a dancer in it, shirtless, covered in kind of body paint. You just see occasionally, and he's like mainly on the ground doing like kind of pelvic thrusts. Yeah. Uh, a young pre-fame Channing Tatum. I was going to guess that. And you know whose surname is also Tatum? Who? Um, Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum <laughs> of the NBA and player yeah, Jason Tatum. <laughs> nice. Nice NBA link there. Um, are you impressed? Like, I don't know where it would have been good for Katie to go. I'm glad. I mean, I know it got broke up by injuries. I was weirdly expecting that to be another Ricky Martin thing. I did the opposite of you. You did bring it back to the NBA. I was expecting you to say, I'm impressed at Ricky Martin's acting or something. Okay, continue. No, but like, I don't know where I wanted Katie to go. And I'm glad the Warriors crazy team is over. It's a bit sad. Um, but probably better for watching the Warriors play beautiful team basketball. But um, I don't know where KD should have gone or what should have happened. I guess this is the best thing to happen. I hope he recovers from his injury, and I hope that Brooklyn is a is a threat. Huge day for New Zealand basketball with Sean Marks. Um, you know, I, I tweeted that this is the biggest day for New Zealand basketball since Dylan Boucher tried to fight Yao Ming at the Olympics. Mm. Like, this is huge. Sean Marks signing two... Massive names and DeAndre Jordan. What's DeAndre Jordan doing, by the way? I love how they want to get DeAndre Jordan. They're like, big three. It's like, no, he's not part of the big three. <laughs> no, I, th- I think he's being slept on. Like, just because of, like, kind of the way... Like, he's good. he's a handy now, piece. Everyone's, everyone's counting him out because he can't or hasn't played defense for the last few years. And, like, that's yeah, his main okay. value. But he also, still he can now shoot and three get rebounds. He yeah. learned to shoot three throws in Dallas. That's pretty good. And... Uh, and because he's kind of been in bad situations, kind of. Do you say three throws or free throws? Free throws, but oh. I think I often say three throws. Three throws. It's quite a confusing word. Um, I'd like to say that uh, four months ago on Reddit, um, I was saying that Brooklyn was the number one free agent destination. Wow. Oh, here's, for, here's, for here's exactly what I said. Brooklyn. Uh, someone asked, like... Um, like where you'd go I'd say I said Brooklyn I think they should currently be the number one free agent destination you get to live in New York great front office and coach and maybe the best training facility in the league yeah Incredible I love the views, views of New York City right in Brooklyn 20 minute bike ride to the stadium so you could I mean from not, the training facility yeah well not that you're going from the training stage but it's just like so who's doing training and then going to the game <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad like you could go shoot up some shots on game day they have a and they then have ride your court at the Brooklyn Stadium and I know this because I saw it yes but all I'm saying is like it's all compact compared to the Knicks whose training facility is like an hour drive it's crazy north, I didn't realise that north of the city so crazy that's crazy right so you're, you're saying my biking thing is bad but I the think Knicks, it's all relevant the Knicks should like, train at a, um, like a street ball court in like downtown Tribeca or something like this would be sick eh? and people just go um, watch them train on their lunch break yeah it would I don't be know why I said cool. Tribeca although I'd to, say I name a New York place for the Knicks uh, like they would just get abused like Knicks fans and <laughs> it would just the be Knicks horrible. being no, they bad uh, so I went to a Knicks game once and I started the abuse yeah because I went to a Knicks game I've been to about three of them now and they're all garbage they've got the highest ticket play price in the league and they're Awful at basketball, and this was in the like uh, Tim Hardaway's first stint when he was like their best player, hmm. and he was like rookie or second or third year player. Um, yes. Carmelo was injured. I'd like to say that um, Tim Hardaway, an incredible, he was recently representing the NBA at the Pride Parade. Oh, a great story of uh, extreme homophobe turning it around. Oh, wow. And, like, there's literally a video of him in an interview where someone's like, what would you do if you had a gay teammate? And he would, like, I wouldn't... I would hate that. I wouldn't talk to them. I'd want them off the team. Is that what he and said then he, back the in the qu- day? I think the li- literal quote is he says, I hate gay people. Did he say that? Did he say that at the Pride Parade? I feel like no, no. This was back statement. in the day. Yeah. And obviously there was quite a bit of outcry. Yeah. And he... You know, but you expect, like, someone to kind of maybe... You know, do the bare minimum, but he's gone. Like he's literally ever since, 
or like you know since kind of finding out a bit more about yeah that's what you should do if you do something bad yeah, it's like you just if Chris got, Brown d- devoted the rest of his life to like um, advertising and promoting anti-domestic violence messages he'd be great yeah like and so he not. does songs that are still maybe a little like a- and more domestic violence it seems like or more violence anyway um, yes I'd like okay our plan for this free agency I was I wanted to do some predictions send them to you yeah, so right. you could verify them the issue no the issue I had is I was kind of going to do that but everything kind of started leaking well like you know there were so many tweets and stuff it kind of seems well I don't know if this has gone good or bad for the NBA, right? But like, obviously, everything's locked in before the trade deadline even starts, pretty much. Because yeah, Woj was literally—he must have had pre-planned tweets because he was tweeting like four times a minute. It was insane, and each one was like a blockbuster movement. Like you, you forget. No one even cared that Jimmy Butler was going to mm. um, Miami. It was got like lost because like it was like insignificant when you yeah. said what Philadelphia did, what the Pacers did, and what well, I Brooklyn liked did. The first tweet I saw oh, was Golden State. Was some random guy I think from Miami who was like, not that this will is shocking or surprising, but um, Jimmy Butler is um, basically locked into Miami. And I just loved all the comments on it being like, this is very shocking and surprising. Like <laughs> no one thought he was going to Miami. <laughs> no, one but um, I will say this. On three months ago, so I didn't get my predictions to go, you but no three months ago on Reddit, there was a graphic someone made uh, at Kirk Goldsbury. Shout out to Kirk. Yeah. Um, He's a well-known It NBA was just a, a floor layout of an NBA court, and it had the leading scorers by zone, 2018, 2019. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell was one of the mid-range sections, and then two of the other four mid-range sections were Kevin Durant. And so I comment, and the other, the, the fourth and final one, the baseline uh, on the one of the sides was Lamarcus Aldridge. But I commented, when KD goes to Brooklyn, they will rule the mid-range. Obviously, D'Angelo is not in Brooklyn anymore. Yeah. So I didn't predict that part of it, but I did predict KD going to Brooklyn. Wow. Three you, months ago. What bad predictions did you make though? I don't think well, I was sure KD was staying, especially after he got injured. And I mean, that is the risk that Brooklyn and Sean Marks are I taking, thought right? Kyrie might go to the Lakers. That was a bad one I made. Yeah, you, you said that a lot. Um, big balls from KD, though, because like, it would be so much safer and nicer just to stay in Golden State, rehab, and you know, join back up with the team and hope, you know, he doesn't even, with Golden State, he doesn't have to be the best player in the world. He just has to be like a very good scorer, which he, which he still will probably be after his injury. But at Brooklyn, he still has to do a lot of the work and be the best player for them to succeed. Yeah. People are, I'm just going to say sleeping. That's another embarrassing thing I regret saying out loud. Um, on, Ky- on Kyrie. Hmm. Like, I think Kyrie is really good and people have just gone real anti him because Boston is like booing him out of town and they, like a lot of journalists and stuff, media people like Bill Simmons, Ron Rosillo, like a lot of people are from Jackie McMullen, they're all from Boston. Yeah. So everyone loves just shitting on Kyrie. And don't get me wrong, he's a massive douche, but like he is also very good. Like he had a good season this year. He could have been NBA first team. Was he second team? Don't know. But like he's a pretty amazing player and like it, it doesn't take much play to like for you to forget about the on off court stuff, you know? Um, yeah, but. Um, may KD find happiness in his new home and um, hopefully he comes back from injury as well. Um, weird how liking pictures on Instagram is now like a way to communicate for players. That's yeah. real weird. And he liked a, a post that said, um, that joked that um, he would miss the entire 1920 season um, due to Warriors incompetence. Yeah, and it's yeah. like kind of crazy that that is like a way. He deleted it and maybe he accidentally liked it or something like that. If I was KD, I just like no posts because people are going to read into it so much mm. that you're, it always becomes a thing. And it's, it's LeBron famously like passive aggressively gets people by like liking things and stuff like that. Just don't like anything. It's just weird that he even risks that, and um, funny that it gets reported and people. Who are these psychopaths? Notice that as well. Yeah. So what other teams did you talk about? Who like um, took your uh, tickled your fancy? I'd like to go through quickly my favorite. I think the best underrated pickups. Get in there. Indiana, picking up Jeremy Lamb. Sacramento, yeah. picking up Dwayne Deadman. I should maybe mention how much. Okay. Why, do you not Jeremy want to say Lamb, why you think Jeremy Lamb's undervalued? Uh, for 10.6 million per year for yeah. three years, yes. I think uh great get for in, them. Indiana's one of the big winners of the winners of the uh, deadline, right? Oh, well, I was going to say my, I didn't know that, but I was going to say my winners. And yeah. spoiler alert, yes, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, 
Sacramento, Dwayne, ex-Magic legend, Dwayne Dedmond, uh, for $13.3 million per year. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez for $13 million. That seems like a steal for me. Yeah. Uh, like a, one of the biggest steals. It depends steals. what the market is, though. People are saying DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins can't get $10 million a year, so... Like, yeah, I know. But like, even just compared to, to other people, like Lopez... I think there, sh- there should the be Rockets. a yeah. lot of demand for him. Yeah. That's the thing I don't get. Is like even bef- like I think he got tanked. Like the Lakers kind of tanked his, his their their own players' value a bit. Yeah, and then he signed for like nothing for Brook uh, for Milwaukee year. this yeah, year. Insane. And then thirteen still seems low for me. Shout out to Chris Middleton for doing like a players' tribune the, uh, why I'm staying article when he signed the fifth biggest contract in the NBA. Yeah. Like you're staying because you're getting paid $178 million max contract. If they offered you $158 million, would you consider leaving to go to Brooklyn or somewhere else for the max? And in which case, what is your loyalty to the um, what is your loyalty to the Milwaukee? Ta- you know, it's just ridiculous to release that. Yeah. Like people know why you're staying. Well, you probably like Milwaukee and you're happy with the situation, but don't pretend like it's not like you move for money. You know, what is... What he, um, is yeah. One thing I hate, and I think I've talked about it in the past, but I'll bring it up again, is people will always say, like, I can think of 178 million reasons why I'd stay. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, all those, every reason that you're listing is $1. <laughs> and, like, individually, yeah. that's not worth, like, not staying hey, would you $1. stay for $1? No. Nah, okay, option two, would you stay, reason two, would you stay for a dollar? No. It's this. Boy, RIP that they lost Malcolm Brogdon, though. That that guts me in the NBA. Like, I'm, as a Raptors fan, I'm glad that they're weaker, mm. but so sad that when a team I, that is young... Milwaukee, the, who's Milwaukee paying? Are they still paying Matthew Delvadova? Like, where is their money going? I know Giannis will be on max now, and now Middleton, obviously, but like, yes. when well, you're a young I've team that's them, built the right way... I mean, I know they traded for Brogdon, eh? Where'd they get from? Philadelphia. No, they drafted Brogdon. They drafted Brogdon. Yes. He's rookie of the year. He's he's built into something special, and um, they've just got to lose him because they can't afford him when they should be able to afford him at this point. It's sad. I've uh, kind of put them as loosely as one of my losers, mainly just because I'm so high. I love Brogdon so much. Everyone loves Brogdon. But also, like, I can. The other thing Brog is, I've, I've loved Middleton for years, and I've always, like, for years, basically, I've considered him very underrated. But now that he's getting that money. It's like it's funny how they just instantly yeah. go from underrated to overrated. Yeah. And but I also just don't like the fact that like they're paying George Hill nine point six million, which to me is like I, I mean, I'm sure they, they obviously just couldn't get Middleton for any cheaper. Mm. But like forty five million tied up in middle per year tied up in Middleton and Hill compared with like what um Indiana now who who took Brogdon you know they're paying forty-two million for Jeremy Lamb, Brogdon, and T.J. Warren, and like I would definitely rather have those three guys yeah. over Middleton and Hill for three million less. Um, so Hill was a kind of mistake, right? They picked him up because you just—he's the kind of guy you desperately pick up when you're like, "Holy shit, the NBA, we're almost there. The NBA finals are within reach." Mm. You just take that for the same reason, like the Toronto picking up Matt Gasol could have gone real bad because he gets. What like thirty million dollars a year, but um, it turned out great because you win, and that's the game. What well, they their version was Josh was held not as quite as splashy. Yeah, but, but they've just like re-signed him for nine point uh, six million. Is uh, my, so it's not like a mistake. It's like yeah, they've like committed. My bad. <laughs> um, but uh, it was a good point. Who's taking up the money? And it has been yeah, just Bledsoe Hill Bledsoe. That was yeah. a mistake, eh? Hey? Yeah. Well, the thing is, this is like I love Brogdon, man. Go away from George Bledsoe. Hill and Bledsoe. Oh, now nah, Bledsoe, I don't mind Bledsoe. He, he, he was on my fantasy team. He, he kind of admits good. he has mental issues, but like he's a disaster. The dude's a disaster, and I mean, yeah. Okay, uh, who are your other underrated? Okay, people? my under other underrated pickups. Uh, shout out, un- fully unbiased, but the Orlando Magic, Terrence Ross, thirteen point five million. I think he's worth more than that. Uh, I'm yeah, so maybe. I'm so happy he's staying, man. One of my all-time favorite Magic players. I mean, players. save it for Magic Mayhem, mate. Okay, I'll leave that for now. We- Sacramento, Trevor Ariza, he's very old now, but they've just signed him for two years, $12.5 million a year. I like it, man. Sacramento, I've put as another winner, just because they've overpaid Harrison Barnes, but then Dwayne Dedman, Trevor Ariza, Corey Joseph, Rashawn Holmes, I reckon they've got a lot of depth now, and um, and playoff 
experience. Like Corey Joseph, like sure, I don't rate him that highly, but you know, he's been there in, you know, for the Spurs and the Raptors. He's been in the playoffs and like yeah. as a backup point guard, he's, he's pretty Dra- good. He's in a lot of Drake songs. He's mentioned in Drake songs, Trevor Reza, uh, and Rashawn Holmes is for five million. I really underrate. Is Drake dodgy? Have you looked into that, or is he all good? What do you mean? Well, I heard he's like his with relationship his... with underage people. He's dodgy. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I was hoping you'd say not dodgy. I don't know about that, but I just know with his when he had a kid, and like there was these text screenshots of texts he supposedly sent to her, basically. Ah. Uh, Disowning his kid. No, like tell, like saying get an abortion. Uh, like I don't know. I mean, they. I don't know if they're real, but if they yeah. are, like it was pretty. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Anyways, ho- ho- hopefully he's okay. It doesn't sound like Drake. Though. He seems like a jolly nice guy most of the time. But yeah, if he's oh yeah okay. I don't know. That's what everyone says about people who are sex offenders. Eh? We hope Drake's okay. Oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about the underage situation. People make a lot of jokes about it. I'm like, it was like. People made a lot of jokes about my Michael Jackson t-shirt and then one day I had to just stop wearing my Michael Jackson t-shirt. So I'm saying. Um, okay, back to my underrated picks. Okay, um, Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, and I'm, uh, Utah's. Utah. Utah's back. Yes, I mean, they're paying him $18.2 million, which is so not, much. not cheap. Yeah. But they're, again, but they're, they're, they're doing they're that right crazy there. thing going for Yes, the, yeah, they're going right there. It. And like I think he's pretty perfect for them like in terms of just being a shooter, being a scorer. Like are, are, are Utah right there? Like, uh, is Mitchell good? Hopefully, I think he's good. Yeah, and I think who would you rather have, Ben Simmons or Mitchell? I'm worried them both might flop out. I'm I, I'm high on Ben Simmons still, and still think he's massively underrated. But they both could be a disaster, and they both could be perennial all stars. Mm. Like, could go either way. I'd currently rather have Mitchell. But maybe like you know, phys- like Sp- Simmons is such a physical specimen, an athletic mm. specimen. He's unbelievable. But it's like just get a shot, man. Um, okay, uh, go look, look at f- pictures of um, Simmons and his family. That's so it, that makes like just photos of him when he's a little kid and stuff like that. And his dad is this massive professional basketball player, and his mum is this really uh, normal-looking Australian woman. When I say normal, I mean like they don't look like the classic like athlete and wife combo. You know, it's just like yeah. quite. I was just looking, I don't know why I was looking at photos of Ben Simmons as a kid, but they're the most adorable family you've ever seen. Oh, they're okay, all, okay. They're all there when he gets drafted. Oh, what do you think? I was. Saying? Oh, no, you just took a while to kind of say what, <laughs> what the, are you going to say. Like, I, th- I was worried you were going to say like you see him, he's got like a professional basketball dad, and it just makes you hate him because it's like no, 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 no. I don't think Australian basketball. I mean, it was pretty good in yeah, the yeah. early nineties, but it's like it's yeah, nah. I like I, I saw photos of him and um, Dante. Exum, when they were young and they were friends. Wow. And they'd come over oh, after how's school. How's Dante going? Is he um, leagues? I think so. Poor old Dante. But they'd come over and play NBA Live after. Um, Sick. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, it's cr- kind of crazy that, like, a lot of NBA players, like, I know I talk about it a lot, but Anthony Davis on his old Facebook page, I saw a status where he was desperately tr- wanted to get the new NBA Live. And then it was literally, like, four years later he was on the cover. And yeah. I was like, that's. Pretty crazy. Do you know what? Well, someone had that anecdote about. Um, it was maybe two K. Rondo was, was saying 2K. that all those guys for the Lakers were all big fans of LeBron, and then LeBron tried to trade them all. Yeah, it'd right. be like quite heartbreaking. Like Kuzma <laughs> and Ball. Oh, Kuzma's still there, but Ball yeah. and stuff. Like LeBron was like their number one guy, and then I wonder after playing with him for a year, they might still be cool. They might be like basketball's a business, and the yeah, to win now. It is weird. It is so weird when you think about that. How it's like you grow up watching these guys, and then suddenly you're there. And it's like... That's why it's an advantage to be like Stephen Adams where you didn't grow up watching them and you're like, who are you? And he's like, yeah. I'm Kevin Durant. And you're like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> nerd name. The, the no, legendary story not, is um, the news that we had a bunch of friends who were kind of in the New Zealand basketball team that went over to um, San Diego and they played two American teams. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> Our friend Julian is Olympic runner now. This is like a long time ago, right? Yeah, he was just terrified. Well, they were playing against Greg Oden, OJ Mayo, that generation. Yeah. And Julian just being amazed at how tall. He couldn't tell us something about how tall OJ Mayo was. Yeah. OJ Mayo was a guard. He wasn't even one of the tall ones. It was like, he, they were so scared when OJ Mayo came out. The rumor is, the legend is that one of the, one of the players in the New Zealand team um, started to cry. Broke down. I would too. And interesting, the <laughs> yeah, um, world champs agree. are on at the moment. The under-19, like no one's talking about the it. The future is now. First game 
uh, the New Zealand Junior Tall Blacks versus USA, I kind of watched mo- uh, all of the first half and a lot of the second half and then started kind of skipping. Yeah. But we were right there. Do we hold, hold with them? For quite a while, we did. Like, we were up early by, like, kind of four points a bit at the start. And then they just slowly just powered ahead, and we lost by a lot in the end. Was that, um, that short uh, white point guard from Christchurch playing? No, no, he's longer. I think he's too old now. Oh, he's too old. I think. He wasn't there. That guy was so good when I watched, the, I watched him play, like, the national championship. Like, that guy was crazy good. I was like, I wonder if that would translate to anything. Right. St. Mary's now, eh? Yes, I think I so. Know, I wish I knew that no, guy's they, name. They, they had, here's the thing, is they were just came out so terrified, like, just, because USA just pressed them the whole time, and they couldn't really break the press, and so many just bad passes intercepted, or just guys just dribbling and falling over and fumbling it, and that kind of, like, it was just clear they were just terrified and were just physically outmatched. Like, yeah. the USA team... Freaks. Yes. And, uh... But they, man, there was some, there's some good guys on the New Zealand team. Like, I, there's a guy Cameron who I assume is Piero Cameron's son. He looks great. And at the start, I was like, oh no, he's like a power forward or something, and he's tight. Like you know, he's not that big. Yeah. But then when I realized, like, oh no, he's a point guard, but he was like probably playing shooting guard. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like he's actually not Stocky. that small for a, a point guard. Yeah. yeah. So um, because one of the issues I think New Zealand has is like. Someone will be tall for their age. Yeah, if you're six foot four, you're a power forward. Yeah. Yes, and then they grow up like learning, like playing post play, and it's like, yeah. no man, you're you're like at most a shooting guard. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But um, then I there remember was- the legendary centre in Nelson who made the New Zealand teams and stuff. I saw him the other day. He's literally like not even six foot, and he was like the <laughs> dominant forward of like being twelve years old. <laughs> um, but uh, then. Then the big man, there was a kind of a tall white guy for New, uh, New Zealand who was quite good, Moores. I think his name's James Moores. And then, uh, I mean, they were, Where they shone. No idea. I think somewhere in Asia. There's like no that's, one in the crowd. That's kind of analysis we need. You think you'd have them in places where people might show up? Yeah, yeah, it's I weird. I guess no one goes, they had no it in, one New in New Zealand years ago. No, one went. no, I think it was not bad, right? Like, like if you had it in Melbourne or Sydney, yeah. Australia, like that might, like a place that's kind of into basketball and also just a big city. Um, I will say this is a guy from Nelson College, an ex Nelson College guy on the team. What's his name? Maxwell Darling. Great NBA what name. What a name. And Maxwell Darling. I honestly think he's the, the next, he could be the next big thing for New Zealand, man. Wow. So That's, athletic. And best okay. big thing from New Zealand. That's saying a lot. Threw down vicious dunks, which is just something like you don't see on New Zealand Against teams. Against America. Well, one of them, he got called for being out of bounds. Like He kind of got dropped it on Did the baseline. He jumped from out of bounds into a vicious Basically, dunk. Basically, he jumped from behind the backboard and just wrecked it. Um, jumped through, the, smashed through the glass and still dunked n- it. No, he, kind of, great he kind of was like beside oh, it. I thought you were joking. He actually jumped from behind the backboard. Basically. Oh, well, I mean, he kind of caught it, you know, took one, two, and then... Um, dunked it yeah. but incredible athleticism and he actually left Nelson College because I think the Nelson College now for those listeners Guy and I went to Nelson College and I think the basketball program is actually doing really badly now he got shut down and he, he left for a bullying scandal <laughs> he left and went down to Christchurch uh, and now I think he's gone to play pro- he's skipping college and he's got going to Europe to play professionally but um, so shout out to Max Darling but um, what was I going to say Philadelphia what a what Back a result! Uh, you like it? Well, kind of. Me too. It was a tough situation, and I mean, Tobias Harris. I don't know if he's a max player, but they're paying him max money. Um, it's just pretty good starting. JJ Redick, what are you doing? Why does he keep on going? Where did he go? Pelicans. Oh yeah. Why does he just keep on? Because he he was doing this. It was weird when he signed with the um, I'm kind 76ers. Of shocked. I'm shocked he left. He's like, yeah, like a veteran leader. And I guess he's just kind of following the money. But it's just weird to keep on going. I mean, I guess he had the his Pelicans run with the Clippers. The will be exciting, though. Yeah, they, they, no, they will be. But they're just not a contender yet. And I mean, mm. maybe he's like in three years' time, I'll be like way down the end of the bench, but I'll still be able to come on and shoot threes or something. But it's just kind of a shame he didn't stay with Philadelphia and go with yeah, the one is. last playoff run. I, I still Maybe they didn't want him. but I still think they... Um, just, his but, his yeah. career's weird. I'm I, shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked they got Al Horford just because I was kind of considering him a center now, hmm. but supposedly he likes to play power forward, and I really rate him. And uh, Josh the guy Richardson. Josh Richardson, yeah, who I love, 
And no one's really mentioned him at all. No, it's because the day was so crazy that major things happened and no one cared. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon going from the Bucks to the um, Pacers is massive for mm. both teams. And just no one cares because it's just the days. Yeah. It's too crazy. Like the NBA's made it too good. They need to Space spread out, out the craziness over multiple days. Um, like not much happened today, right? In comparison. Yeah. Uh, but also, Kyle O'Quinn, underrated pickup for them. Locker Why are you room smiling guy. when you're saying that? Uh, well, because I was just waiting for you to go, who is Kyle O'Quinn? I've heard of Kyle O'Quinn, um, but I, I think he's just like a magic low guy. bench player. Yes, but they're getting him for two mil- for one year for $2 million, oh, yeah, And I think you. he can contribute and great locker what room presence. What is Jimmy Butler doing? I honestly couldn't tell he's, you. I'm off to Miami, and you're like, oh, that's like, kind of cool. The best I, thing I've What heard, I thought was Jimmy Butler is going to beat the shit out of Hawaii, Hassan Whiteside, and maybe Hassan Whiteside gets better, and Jimmy Butler and Hassan Whiteside playing well. That could be a good team. And then Hassan Whiteside is instantly moved. Where's he going? For, he's going Portland. to Portland. That's great. Last chance for him, right? And maybe a change of scenery and make him try. Yeah, it's good. It's good. He's but got, if uh, Pat Riley can't get stuff out of you, then that's not a... a you know, not a badge of courage, is it? Yeah, no, for sure. But um... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, I don't understand Jimmy Butler. Like, I, he wants he's, to win. He's Why one of my favorite players. There? Yeah. It seems like he just wants to live in Miami. And the most plausible thing is the Andrew Cunanan that uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do a murder. The murder, um, murder storyline. But... Uh, I kind of am excited to see him in Miami, though, and see... I, I wish Josh Richardson was still there, but um, I don't know. I just really want to buy a Miami Vice jersey, and unfortunately, I don't have a player that I like to buy the jersey of. But um, where's Dragic going? Is he staying? I think he's... They tried to get him to um, to Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which would have been weird team. for their white yeah. power team. Got, Dallas, you've got to get some brown guys. I mean, 98% of the NBA is... <laughs> Brown now you can't get this is weird you can't get all eight of the white players <laughs> you're not Utah um, wake up and then uh, I but I think Dallas were like it is funny how out. like guys like Brogdon they bounce from white team to not um, not Brogdon sorry um, Bogdanovich they bounce from white team to white team it's yeah. like he's going to Indiana then he's across to Utah next stop Dallas down to San Antonio like you know those, yeah. those teams it is a bit weird Indiana to Utah, classic move. Um, Knicks, I'm going to have a controversial call because everyone's laughing at them when they're a joke. Mm. This was a success. Mm. So Knicks, the GM went on the radio in the middle, middle of the year for some weird reason and promised a big off-season. And then people would... Wait, gen- was this the GM or the owner? The owner, sorry. Yeah, sorry. And people were genuinely kind of impressed when they did trade Porzingis because all the talk was, wow, you laughed that we've traded away our one good player. But... Um, We've got max space for two players. It's always about max space for two players. And yeah, they went out like idiots and didn't even get close to getting one all-star, let alone two. But I'm just glad they didn't do... Th- what I was expecting them to do is go, the Knicks have got their new lineup. It's um, Kevin Love and Kemba Walker or something like that. And when you add in Mark Gasol, we've got a big three or you know, just some ridiculous lineup that's really expensive and not good. And... Um, it's really good to see that they haven't done anything. St- I mean, yeah, they signed three power forwards, which is a weird thing to do. Yeah. But like, none of them are, are bad players in a vacuum. Like, they're not, they're not great signings, but they're not bad signings either. And I mean, everyone's going to mock the Knicks, but like, good on them for not bowing to temptation and doing something unbelievably mm. stupid like they do every year. They just need to learn from the Nets, who've turned around their franchise so quick, mm. and like, stop thinking along the lines of. You know, everyone wants to be a Nick. Everyone wants to play in the garden. Yeah. Because it's like, that's clearly not true. But also, if that is true that Dolan was saying that they didn't go for KD because of his injury, um, well, I mean, maybe KD never comes back the same and you're right, but like, that's all you can do is just make your fans so angry. Because hmm. like, everyone agrees that going for KD is probably worth it, especially if you're the Knicks and you've got no future or... Hmm. But like, KD and Kyrie, they're going to a place that was like, great this year. Like, they were the sixth seed... 
Uh, and they, you know, they had like everyone was dancing on the bench. Yeah. Um, you know, it seemed like they had such good vibes. You're waiting like, for the Curry New York to mess Knicks it up. Were, li- were literally the worst team in the NBA. Like, yeah. like yeah, we get it that Madison Square Garden and oh the Knicks history and whatnot, but it's like players prefer to go to Madison Square Garden. It's like the place you go to put on a good performance. Yeah, and it's like in Brooklyn, and you're still easy. in New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, the, the Knicks are still cooler, but I mean, it'll take like, it's going to be interesting to see like if just like in terms of like, I don't know, Instagram followers or something like that in two years of Brooklyn, like I just overtake the Knicks. And I know the Knicks are really popular, but like globally and stuff, it'll just be interesting to see how much Brooklyn explodes if they have a bit of success. And as I said, I'm expecting big things from Kyrie. Um, yeah. Warriors. Crazy. Mm. Like amazing. They really had no, like shout out to them for putting yeah. off a move in no, it's like car combat. Like you always feel like James Bond learns how to like fight in a car. Where you're like to fight in a place where you can't do a back. It's like really hard to fight. You know, like yeah. in a tight sp- space. Okay, weird and, analogy. But and the war the warriors were fighting in a car. Combat. No, car combat. <laughs> I've never heard that too. It's like car combat. Okay. I don't know where I got this idea from, but I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of training of fighting hmm, the one in a small punch. space. Well, you wouldn't do that in a car. Like, but like a six inch punch. A one inch punch. I think you have to be grounded. Like, uh, you have to, like, okay. your legs and your, like, yeah, center okay. of gravity are, like, yeah, crucial. But in, anyway, you got to fight in a confined space. Warriors had no room to move and somehow pulled something off. I don't even know. Was it, was it a trade in the end? Was it, like, KD yeah. or Russell? I was so confused. Yeah. I think it was, it was like the a only way. That was the only way the Russell, the, um, people, the Warriors always amazed people. It's like, how do they keep on getting players? Mm. And it's quite impressive. And it would be interesting because Russell doesn't seem like a, he seems like a weird fit, another three-point shooter to go with yeah. your two three-point shooters. But like at least short term, he helps give Curry well, also, some support. He, I think he still might not stay. Like they might trade him. Yeah. No, I don't think they can trade him. But they can not until the season starts. But like oh no, I think even then is I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly. Well, what don't do they know. do then if they can't trade? Him? I thought it was like a way of like just passing him on to a third team. So it's kind of a trade, but it's like maybe not technically. I don't know. I didn't fully understand it. No one understands. The rules are so confusing. But um, it's just interesting. And but if they do keep him. I was like, uh, part of me was like, they're geniuses for pulling this off. And part of me was like, have the Warriors lost their mind? I guess, as I said, car combat. They're just doing what they could in a tight environment. But like... I think it, yeah, I think it's in one of my best moves in terms of just getting something. When something for nothing. You thought you'd get nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll quickly wrap up my last favorite picks, pickups. Yeah. Uh, Washington just re-signing Thomas Bryant to 8.3 million. Never heard of that guy. Uh, underrated, just big man. Um... You know, kind of old school, kind of not really a shoot, like a shooter, but just a guy who can get rebounds, block shots. Um, but he, uh, can I just say that Washington are doing better without a GM than <laughs> when they've had a GM. <laughs> Shout out Ernie Grumfield. No, well, obviously they must have someone in the office who's kind of like the GM, just not saying he's the GM. They must have yeah. someone in charge. Oh, yeah. No, they're not That'd just like That'd be so random. funny. It'd be great if they're doing like an office democracy and like even like the... Um, the cleaning staff and like the uh, uh, the maintenance guy, they all have a vote. I think it would be cool. Yeah, it'd be Com- great. A communist kind of team. Yeah. Well, I, don't I, I, know, yeah. I don't know what communism is. Well, kind of, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a uh, commune. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, okay. But also, um, Thomas Bryant is, uh, there's a, a website called Cameo. Where the you reason it wouldn't work is because you wouldn't be able to, I don't know why I'm still on this communist idea, but like this collective um, voting, because it would be, be too hard to stop leaks. Everyone has to be real loyal and because what here's like how idea. bad would a leak be if it was like Washington like, hoping to re-sign Thomas Bryant? Yeah, yeah, no, but like if you want to make a big move, yeah, you yeah. can't have it leaked out that you're actively trying to trade like your best player, yeah, who yeah. I can't name, John Wall. Um, yeah, sorry, um, um, other underrated picks. No, no, I was just saying on Cameo.com, the website where you can pay to have celebrities custom film you small videos on their phones, and they go like, "Get a Paul." This is Alan Shearer from Newcastle United. Yeah. That's a bad British accent. I thought you were doing an Australian. Why would you say g'day? Because that's what people in Britain say. Ah, famously. I'd say famously in Australian. No, famously. Thing. People in Britain, they um, they love uh, saying g'day and having hats with corks hanging off them and I, kangaroos. I'm going to say, I don't know if he's still available, but several months ago, Thomas Bryant was one of the current NBA players. And he was, I thought, quite cheap for how good he is. Um, it's funny how different me and you are. Like, all I care about is like the big, the three big moves. I, mean, I care about like KD, Kyrie, uh, maybe um, the guy who went to Rudy Boston. Gay. 
I can't remember his name. I don't really care about anyone. Whereas you care about like the all the tiny. You're like Thomas Bryant. That's big news. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Chicago Thomas Sadoransky, only ten million, underrated point guard, I think, and just Chicago having a a, a good point guard. I forgot I think Chicago was in the NBA. Yeah, agreed. Okay, um, like this. It's weird what a non event there. Do they still have Markkinen? Yeah, marketing's going to be great, man. One of their players must turn into an asset, and then they'll be right. And they no, know. I think they're. I think they're not like everyone gives their front office um, hell all the time, but I think they're not in a bad place. Like marketing's a star, and then they've got a few other good pieces. I don't. I don't think they. They're not looking deep or like they're hitting anywhere fast, though. No, right? I think in a couple of years, I think Chicago. I compare them like the really Phoenix the Suns. It's like Devin Booker's a star, but like if you got a bunch of shit kickers around them. No, nah, I think I think they're, they're in a much better place. Where does shit kicker come from? It's quite funny, eh? Yeah, He's walking know. down the road kicking some cow shit or something. Um, it must be hard to be an NBA player because you know how much your uh, your peers get paid. Yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's crazy that um, your boy uh, Vucevic is coming back to the Magic for $100 million, but Jonas Valanciunas can't be that much worse. Can he? No, but... It's kind of like, like he's getting forty five. People million. are always comparing across. Th- like I didn't like how people were like saying we're comparing contracts to uh, Terry Rozier because it's like no one likes that Terry Rozier contract. Yeah. So it's like it's like you can't you don't compare it to a bad contract compared to a an average contract, contract. Yeah, yeah, and and like also like compared I think to Malcolm Brogdon. I'm happy. I'm happy. Like I've. Been a, a, you can tell I just learned who Malcolm Brogdon was like um, two days ago, eh? and I'm like, just, I've mentioned like twelve times. So I am. Um, I'm happy as a Magic fan. I'm happy. I'm really happy with the front office have done. Um, I mean, we'll save it. We'll go into Magic Mayhem. Well, I feel like the, the music's just kicking no, in now. No, no, no. Oh, here comes the music. It's it that can't time, be stopped. Right about that time here for the comes. stars to roll on. Whoa! You show no emotion before you get into the segment. I, I was, I was going to say, look how excited he is, but he's not. I was just getting my game face on. Was it a good free agency? Man, it was... Alfred Camino, baby! Alfred Camino, 9.6. I have... I um, unbiasedly I put it in one... I don't think it's Alfred Camino. No, I don't know. Alfred. Um, I, I'd, I'd put it... Along with the Terrence Ross signing, in my best of positive, genuinely large wingspan can shoot the three. Negatives, homophobia. Uh yeah. In his past, yeah, that that is true. He might have um, matured. He might have matured. Yeah. Um. Uh, but especially in Orlando, uh, where one of the worst. Yeah, massacres of gay people. Happened. Yes. Yeah. Um. But. Al Camino, yeah, starting power forward for the Portland Trailblazers, coming in. Everyone, every Magic fan assumes he's going to come off the bench, and I do as well. But still, it's like he's capable of starting. You've got to admit, it did. When you heard it, you were like, "What?" Nah. The Magic don't they have twelve power forwards? No. How many have they got? Four. Uh like two. They're like a deep rotation. <laughs> nah. Who they got? I don't think so. Isaac. No, no, no. Isaac Barber. starts at the three. Bamba's a center. Isaac's a small forward. Well, so it's Aaron Gordon and then um, Chuma Okiki, the guy we drafted who's not going to play for two more years, basically. Yeah. Uh, and and he's the backup. So he's the backup. Yeah, he's the backup. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think people people get obsessed with us not um, getting guards. Yeah. But like... It is weird. No, I... I get our guards. DJ but, Augustine is criminally underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Okay, okay. We're back on this. No, but I, I'm I'm actually writing a lengthy post for Magic. Don't get me wrong. I, I would love to see DJ or, uh, Augustine playing on the court. No one loves it more than me. But I'm like, you need more than just DJ Augustine. And we've, you got, yeah. Uh, well, we've got Markel Fultz hopefully oh, yeah, coming back from injury. <laughs> oh, uh, then we've re-signed MCW, who was electrifying oh, yeah, at Mark, the end of yeah, the season. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, he won over the hearts, and I'm so glad he's coming back. It was announced today. Uh, super excited. It'd be quite fun to be on an NBA team that the, like just has kind of low expectations, and mm. he just got in there and just ripped around. The, t- for me, the, the the thing that needs upgrading 
because a lot of people were saying point guard, point guard, point guard. But for shooting. me, the uh, well, it's it's even Fournier for me is the yeah, is the weak link. But um, I think Terrence Ross as a backup shooting guard is incredible. But just uh, if even Fournier just needs to play well, if is, even Fournier wasn't the starter, it's just my problem with the Magic is just like even Fournier and Vucevic see, like think they're awesome. Uh, maybe it's because I follow them on Instagram, so I can see them just like take photos of Mercedes and stuff. But like, if they were like humble bench players, it'd be great. But, but because they're no, like the Magic, um, I think you're being a little unfair because I think the vibe at the moment is currently awesome. Like it was so good to see on the Instagram posts. Like Aaron Gordon would be like, yeah, we're like running it back, like amped that those guys were coming back. And then you look in the comments and like, you know, DJ would comment on it, like also stoked. Fournier, like they're all commenting and liking. It's cool, man. Like f- for years with like Alfred, pa- the Alfred Payton era, it was like the opposite of that. And obviously like losing and winning and making yeah. the playoffs is huge. Yeah. But, um, but, but I also think it's around. a bit of a chicken and an egg situation as well, where it's like, you need chemistry and guys liking each other. Yeah. Um, but, so, man, I'm stoked with what the Magic have done. You're happy with it? Yeah, I love the front office, and I'm excited. Wow, okay, well, good on you, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, it's not. we're not going for the championship next year, but building. hopefully in the playoffs again, I think for sure. Yeah. Well, good on you, and congratulations. It's time now for a, a segment where I do some thinking. It's called Guy've Been Thinking. <laughs> I think Guy's a weird name, eh? It's my name. And Interesting I've been you've, got, you've played the um, theme song again. What do you mean I played it again? I don't know, you should stop playing that. Oh, yeah, well, you've got to play it if you got it, you know? Yeah, well, that's what I always thought. But. So, it is weird. When I think back on the Toronto Raptors and how they won the championship, it is weird. You've got a team that's competing every year and struggling, and you're just like, all you hope for the Toronto Raptors this year, like, each year was that they'd do better than last year and they had to get over a hump, and then LeBron went away, and you're like, man, this is our year. If we run it back, you know, we could uh, possibly make the NBA Finals, and, like, that would be the championship for the Raptors, you know, kind of thing. And then, all of a sudden, they trade away, like, the best player for a better best player, and you're, like, stoked. You're like, DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Lennon. You're like, damn, this is exciting. It's good to see the team moving forward. But then they trade away, you know, Jonas Valanciunas for Mark Gasol. You know, mm. what if they traded away Cole Lowry for Chris Paul? Say, mm. I know that wouldn't match up, but like, say they did that. What are you rooting for then? You know, like, how much does the team change before, like, it's like, you know, it's quite weird. I'm not criticizing the Raptors Championship or anything like that. It's just quite weird. Like, Imagine, imagine if the, the you've been you've been following this the rebuild for the Magic, you know, for, yeah, closely yeah. for a long time. But especially this unit for like last two or three years, it's quite exciting. And you're like, what if they traded away their young assets for mm. a win? What if Jimmy Butler came, right? Yeah, I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. What, so. if, what, what if they got Jimmy Butler, right? And they traded yeah. away like a couple of their players. And you're like, great. I don't like Vucevic. I don't like Fournier. Give them to be role players in Philadelphia. We'll get Jimmy Butler. Okay, that's a good start, right? Mm. And then they trade away Gordon for Chris Paul, and you're like. Oh, I hate Chris Paul. Now we've got, we've got, but, we're, but we're good. We've got Chris Paul and Jimmy Butler. We're going for the championship. And then they trade away the young assets for Marc Gasol. I don't know why I keep on throwing him in trade rumors. I don't want Marc Gasol to get traded. But like, he's an example of a guy who's mm. kind of floating around and available. Yeah. And they're all of a sudden like, win now. Jimmy Butler is the star. Two all-stars around him. They're like ready to go. And your team just doesn't look the same at all. Kind of like yeah, happened to yeah. Brooklyn right now. Um, does it make it kind of meaningless a little bit? I don't think it makes it meaningless because you, you, you've just got to support the team. But... But so what are you time, supporting though? You're supporting like a business, a franchise, I, yeah, essentially. a jersey. But yeah, you Jerry Seinfeld had the joke that like a player plays for your team and you support him, and he gets traded away and you start booing him. And it's like, what are you booing? Like a different shirt. Yeah. Boo, different shirt. Yeah, I mean, it is silly when you think about it like that. But also I think a championship, the more guys who are there in the struggle, it's always going to be more satisfying. That's like why Fred Van Vliet from the, um, from the Raptors uh, G League team is like so loved. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and or Siakam, but, but also just like player. yeah, Lowry's been there for ages. Yeah, the less kind of guys who have just come in like a few months earlier, mm. but um, yeah, that's that's. I it's like that's Lakers fans are getting that now. Like they are, there are people who hate LeBron just 
you know, because like he's coming there and he's like, you know, challenging Cobes' legacy or you know, it's like mm. it's almost like like a breakup, like too soon, you know. Yeah. And um, the Lakers now, it's like if you're a Lakers fan and you're just like you get pumped for Lonzo getting drafted and you watch him develop and you're watching his shitty web series and stuff, and now he's just gone and you've just got this guy you, you've cared nothing about or never seen Anthony Davis with a monobrow. Yeah. You're like, you know, what are you rooting for? I guess Los Angeles is a team famous for doing that, so you're more used to it. But like. If, an, if you're a Nets fan and you loved last season, are you stoked or are you like, who are these I would weird say, guys? I mean, obviously we live in New Zealand, but it's not just in New Zealand. I think it is quite worldwide. But there's a lot of people who, you know, aren't from one of the NBA cities yeah, and they will just support a player opposed to a team. Which kind of makes sense. I don't yeah, like that, but I it kind of makes sense. I never sense. really like it either. Um, but yeah, it, it does kind of make sense, but... Or my theory, know. and the reason I got into the Raptors, is because you're supporting a GM. And that's really what you're rooting for, a front office. Like, you know, mm. like which, which office can put together the best, you know, structure of teams. Because there's still a lot of challenges. Like, you've got to be impressed by the, what the Warriors are doing. You've got to be mm. impressed by what, like, um, uh, Indiana. It's like, it's like a cool move. And yeah. it's like, you, you know, on NBA Reddit now, they talk about um, movement of players as much as you talk about, like, the actual games, yeah. right? It's part of the challenge. Movement of players and like contracts, you know, players at, at most are going to be in a place for like, well, they can resign. But like nowadays, I think it more and so they're, they're switching around, you know, when the contract ends or whatever. Mm. So it's like it can, your team can change pretty drastically, pretty quickly. But Real you've quickly. just got to like that shirt. support the, that shirt. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good you love your front office. You got the Port Don't Lie? Uh, no, I don't, I don't really have one. Well, you're just you talking about it, oh, is it? Well, that was Paul Don't Lie. But I will say my winners of free agency, Indiana with Jeremy Lin, Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, they traded for TJ Warren, but I'm going to I like the that. structure of this podcast where and you just came on coming in. Edmund, we could have planned this, so we said them in the right place. Edmund Sumner. I don't know who he is, but Everyone's liking what name. Indiana did. And it's, it's nice when a team, and I guess Sacramento, people are a bit more critical of Sacramento. I've noticed just the, that's just the group think. But like... It's nice when a team does great moves and none of them are names. I guess um, there's a guy called a little guy called Malcolm Brogdon whose name I learned three days ago. Um, but uh, what was it? Oh, oh well, also Indiana like starting point guard Darren Collison retired to pursue Jehovah's Witnessing. Crazy. I I admire that. Yeah. The other day I went and did an interview on Christian Radio, and it was like this is pathetic. I'm going to do Christian Radio. When I got there, I was like. Man, spirituality is amazing. And now I'm a, a fundamentalist Christian. No, I'm joking. Um, but, you know, like, there is something amazing about religion. And if there was a religion that I liked the looks of, I'd consider signing up. I just think, like, he he was on track. Like, people were projecting kind of like... $13 million. Yes. So and if, it's so if funny, the, the teams that, like, we were going to pay him $13 million, but then he just left. If you're the, like... He's going to um, regret it straight away. This is a Latrell Sprewell. If you're level. the, like, his, like, kind of pastor or priest or whatever, surely you're, like... Two we appreciate the gesture, <laughs> but please just play a, a few more years and yeah. you can use that money to help the Your church. Your only skills are basketball. You're no help to the church, really, whatsoever. Door knocking. Like, <laughs> no one cares about a basketball player once they retire. Like, I, followed, I followed Jermaine O'Neal on Instagram and he was like a s- superstar all-star for a few years there. Mm. And now it's like, I mean, I, I'm sure he's doing great work in the community, but no one really cares what he's doing. Like, you only have that voice while you're active. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Other winners. I, uh, I kind of like what Sacramento have done, and sure, they. I, I mean, they overpaid Harrison Barnes, but Dwayne Deadman, Trevor Reza, Corey Joseph, Rashawn Holmes. I just think they've added a lot of depth and some experience. It's impressive how quickly they have gone. That's what the Lakers are trying to do now, and maybe possibly doing. How quick they've gone from laughing stock to um, success story. Oh, case. for sure. They're the almost the Brooklyn Nets of the West. And tragic how far, I mean, it's due to injury, but how far Boogie Cousins has fallen. Yes. I've kind of put Boston in the winners just because, I mean, they were losing Kyrie and Horford, which you could consider they should be in the losers for that. Where did Rosier go? Uh, Rosier, uh, Charlotte. Oh, no. I mean, that's not looking great. He's, He's getting 19 million a year for three years. He feels like a real, um, at, which, least, at least only three years. I don't even understand how they're, Paying him that. I mean, I guess they've <laughs> lost Jeremy Lamb and so whatever money he was getting paid and Kimber. 
But still, they've got they, some horrible contracts. They lost the only two good things. Here's the thing about Jordan, right? The owner of the um, Charlotte Hornets. He was so mentally competitive, right? All the stories, and people just love the stories where it really sounds like a cry for help. They're like, Jordan used to play table tennis, and if you beat him, he'd keep on playing you until he won. And you're like, that doesn't sound cool. That sounds like an, a dickhead. And um, they're like, oh, he used to um, bribe the baggage handlers, and the bulls would bet on whose baggage came out first when they, f- f- they must have flown like commercial, or maybe it's just wait. Anyway, I don't know why. He would bribe the baggage handlers. He would cheat to mm. win the baggage handling competition. I feel like surely that would um, happen I've anyway. Heard that. No, no, but just write Michael Jordan on the bag, and people will like take a photo with him and then put it out. It would probably take a little while Longer for it to come out. Taking photos with but, um, I reckon you'd notice if a teammate. Constantly was, had his bag come out first. Well, no, no, and also had to leave to like sneak back or like. <laughs> My, like how what's do you Michael find... doing? Like, okay, bat, shake, and then he's like he's like crawling through that little like um, yeah. black flap where the bags come out from. Yeah, but it starts going and he's it's like really hard. Like, on the crawl. <laughs> but um, this is so embarrassing. I Michael. guess he'd have to f- just find a employee and be like, "Can you take this back?" and no, I so actually I got it wrong. I, I weirdly put in that weird detail about commercial. I was like, "There's no way the Bulls and during Jordan there." That's play. true. Maybe maybe in the '80s when he first started, they flew commercial. But um, uh, I'm guessing they're paying the private baggage handler who was the same yeah, at every yeah. Chicago. That, okay, that makes more sense. That's true. Um, speaking of weird stuff, Meritich going to Europe. Have you forgot why that is? Because first they're saying he's getting seventy million dollars, which would be about his NBA contract. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But now apparently he's getting like you know like six million dollars, which sounds more realistic. Why has he gone to Europe? Even the original figure, everyone was like, oh, that's why he's going. But I still thought like he could have got more than he's that. He's quite a big player in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he's good. I can't figure Look it out. But Maybe he's just having a miserable time. and He, he did keep on getting traded. Yeah. And he maybe his value yeah, dropped. He had a bad playoff, so maybe his value dropped there. Or he bad, or bad at and least it in is the games like that pretty big culture shock. You know. he, he, loves, he obviously loves Spain. Like, that's where yeah. he grew up playing. He's yeah, not Spanish, yeah. but... I, I keep waiting for Mario Hazonia to go back to Europe, but uh, he's going to Portland. And I don't think the figures come out yet, but man, underrated pickup. Hazonia. <laughs> Free Hazonia. Hazonia has um, got to go. I'll root for him, man. Forever. Even in Europe, I don't think he'd be good there either. Uh, and then, yeah, those were basically my winners. I, I gave an honorable mention to Orlando because I love what they've done. And Utah. I, know I don't th- know if Orlando deserves an honorable mention. I'm glad you're happy, but. You got a bit overboard. No honorable mention, ma'am. Yeah, that's about the end of the podcast. I've got emails, and I know I try and plug emails and make that segment work, but we've probably gone over time. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we um, leave this fantastic, crazy, crazy uh, trade podcast? Uh, Aeneas Cantor, five million a year steal for Boston. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's another reason I've put Boston he, as. Uh, it, it's just weird when teams that are trying to contend, and maybe Boston is is kind of in a regrouping year. But like, if a team is supposed to be like a contender, you expect Boston to be trying for at least you know top three mm. in the East. Um, it's weird when you pick up like just fundamentally flawed players. I always think that's weird. Yeah, I think just like like he's not really a player you go to the NBA championship with. He's a player that if you want to be like a good team, I, who's I think it's good best. for five million. Yeah, I think he's cheap. a great pickup. Bench, yeah, you're uh, right. And price. to manage to get Kimba, I think Boston are going to be in the in the ballpark next year. Have you least. seen that thing? That amazing feature. I think you brought it up on the podcast where you can watch the players and they run around and it shows the shooting percentage when they've got in the position yes. they're in as they run around. It's kind of annoying to watch, but it's also kind of cool. Yeah, they should do that, but with the amount of money they're getting paid. Yeah, like right. maybe a, um, don't yawn. This is good. When they're running around, it shows their value or how much they're getting paid per second to do that running. Oh, right. Um, um, and maybe the bench guys as well, how much they're getting paid to be on the bench. Can we um, finish on something we haven't done in a while? If it's not, not the joke segment. An NBA joke. <laughs> what it's, team? I don't think it's ever gone well. Give a, go, think of a team. Utah Jazz. Um, uh, What's their favorite um, Christmas carol? Uh, jingles. Jingles all the way, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Jingles bells. Mate, when has it been not bad? When's it gone well? Um, yeah, I'm struggling to even think who plays for the Jazz. This is how you create a great joke, mate. Just name a player. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, and then you got to go, who's the so- just think of something that rhymes with that. Who's the softest player in the Utah Jazz? Donovan Mitchell. 
Not um, a joke. Who who can carry the most people, transport the most people um, to the Why game. are you putting your hand over your mouth like you're whispering it to me? You're embarrassed by the joke. Well, no one can see that. So who, who can transport the most people over from the game? Um, I don't know. Donovan Mitchell. That's real good. See, you're doing comedy. Yeah. But Who, who's the big French bastard who's their um, centre? Uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Who's the uh, most... Grossest. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Um, why... Why... Uh, was he not wearing pants to the game? Because he's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Gobert. that's good. I was going to say something like... Um, A clocked comedy. I like, why I'm, was the D unhappy not in the only, alphabet? Yeah, why? Because it was next to a, a Rudy Gobert. That's very good. <laughs> so, I love how this is such a silly segment, but you deliver it with so little energy or... Like, I feel like the only way that joke segment would work is if we had high energy and like hysterically laughed at what we said, but instead we go super low energy mm. and it's like we're at a funeral. Okay, like, go. Uh, give me one more team. No. Please. No, you don't deserve it. You're having the privileges taken off you. Um, that's the end of the podcast for one week. That was so desperate. Follow we us said, on please. Twitter. We haven't done a tweet yet, but there is technically a Twitter. God, don't. Um, we'll have to do a tweet first. What are we going to tweet on there? I can barely maintain uh, my own Twitter account. I'm, I'm going to control the Twitter. Yeah. It's cool. It's been at, about, we've been doing this podcast for two years, and you've been talking about We actually already have two followers. Shout out to Ollie Chick and Genre Demure. Love you guys. Um, and our, our... That is the end... No, we need to say our hashtag. The at Guy and Paul. And that's the word and. That's, and not that's the um, handle you call that. At Guy and Paul. See you later. Sayonara. I forgot to do email. Sorry about that. Next week. Sorry. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.